0: So tonight parables. All right. So you're taking notes. We're talking about parable of the sower. Listen, this sermon series. I don't know how long it's going to go. It may go until God tells me to stop teaching parables. All right. But what we're going to talk about. So let me let me find my place. All right. So how Jesus what he would do is that he would get to where people would flock around him, okay? They wanted to come hear what Jesus was saying. They wanted to see what he was doing because everyone had heard, all right? So Jesus, he taught in the form of stories which are called parables, all right? So that's what a parable is. So the scripture we're about to read is a story that Jesus actually tells, all right, of this story. So if you got your Bibles, like I said, we're going to get through this thing. Luke chapter eight is where we're going to be. I love Luke's gospel Of this, And this is what it says in Luke. I'll give y'all a second. I hear a little couple of y'all out there flipping. Luke chapter 8, we're starting in verse 4. We got it on the screen. And when a great crowd was gathering, people from town after town came to him. He said in a parable, this is Jesus. Jesus said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path, and it was trampled underfoot. And the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up it withered away, because it had no moisture, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up with the seed, and choked it. And some fell into good soil, and grew and yielded a hundredfold, and as he said these things he called out He who has ears let him hear. Now I just want to stop there for a second. Because Jesus tells a story And he's actually talking about how He brings up multiple soils Okay He brings them up He talks about the path soil The one that's kind of walked on a lot We're going to break all these down He talks about the rocky Where it grew a little bit Then it died And then we see the soil full of thorns Where it could only grow up so far And so much Until it was choked out And it just couldn't grow any longer And then we see the soil The good soil Where scripture said It yielded A harvest I want us to focus on something real quick. Alright? And I actually think this may, may be a point. I actually don't have it in my notes, but I think I made it. The seed, okay? It's funny how Jesus only talks about the soil. He gives the soils. These are all different, but yet the seed was the same. Okay? The seed was the same and the soil was different. So I want God to just take a mental note of that. The seed was the same, but it was the soil that was different. So there have been times in my life. All right, Brody, we're good on this. You can you can you can take that off. There have been times in my life where I I have kind of been okay. So if you don't understand the soil is, is you okay, and we'll actually break this down in scripture. But I've been the type of guy who I would come to church on a Sunday, I'd come on a Wednesday night, loved youth group growing up, it was a blast, you know what I'm saying, got to beat everybody at ping pong, ain't nothing's changed, you know what I'm saying, like I'm still doing all that stuff, all right, and I would come on Sundays too, you know, every now and then, you know, because Sundays were really kind of hard to wake up for, so it's like, man, I'm kind of tired, I don't want to sleep in for this, so honestly, I kind of miss Sundays a lot, but I never would kind of apply anything I ever learned to my life. I knew about it. It was in my head. All right. I could quote scripture at you all day. Tell you where to find this. Tell you what Jesus says about that. But yet my heart never changed. It was just head knowledge. All right. And I got a lot of storage up here to keep head knowledge. All right. I'll tell you all that. All right. But nothing changed in my heart. Nothing did at all. And I was in times of my life, the, the soil on the path where like, hey, I knew about it. But yet like this ain't going to take any root in my life. It's going to be kicked away. All right. Get out of here. I've been, like I said, I've been all of these. I've been the path. I've been the guy who has been the thorn, too. That's actually where I lived most of my life. All right? To where, like, I would come to church, love it, worship with everything I had, and yet, like, once God tried to get me out of my comfort zone, I kind of would stop. I kind of wouldn't go too far. But, man, God, I don't know if if I could be used in that sense right now because I don't want to change my life. All right? Let's be real now. What made me and led me in the thorn so long is because, like, hey, like, I wanted everything to do with Jesus. I knew he was the Savior of my life. I understood everything that went on. I'd be in worship, you know, going all out, lifting hands, singing praises. I would feel the Holy Spirit moving my life, but yet I didn't want to change anything about me. And so I just stopped so far because I got to a place God wanted to bring me further. But because I didn't want to change my life, I still wanted to be the bully, I still wanted to be the popular kid, the class clown, I still wanted to be disrespectful, and I still wanted, you know, just to cut up all the time and not really give my life to God, I only went so far. That's been me. And then, what I love so much too, is at the end of that, Jesus said, let those who have ears hear. And you're like, what? What? Like, obviously we got ears, We're here, all right? But what Jesus is trying to get out to to these people in the moment when he's telling this parable is that, hey, this soil is a representation of your heart right now. And too many of y'all in this moment, I'm not saying y'all, all all right? But Jesus is saying, hey, too many of y'all in this moment got a heart issue. Let those who have ears hear what I got to say right now. The seed was never different. The seed never changed. The seed wasn't different in the good soil. Too many times in our, li- in our lives we said that we're like, man, look what the seed just did in the soil. Look at that harvest. Look at all the blessings. Look how God is using them. But yet, you look at your soil where you've planted yourself along the path or in the rocks or in the thorns, and then you're like, man, I wish I had that. I wish I had that. I wish God would bless me. That way. I wish God would move in my life in that magnitude and and, in that area, but yet you don't want your soul and your heart to be one of good soil. You want it to stay where it is. And that's why Jesus says, Hey, those who have ears, let them hear. Because now, listen, you got the knowledge. Now it's time to get the heart right. That's important. It is important to understand the word. It's important to like have knowledge of the Bible in your heart and in your mind. But now we've got to get the heart to match what the mind knows. Amen? And then we see right here, in, I love how Jesus describes this to his confused disciples, kind of. Right? And this is what we see in, uh, and starting in verse 9, where he says, And when the disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others they are in parables. So that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The disciples had first experience of like Jesus in the kingdom. Okay, they saw the miraculous miracles. They saw everything that Jesus was doing. And not everybody saw that. And then he tells them, hey, the seed is the word of God. That's why the seed was never different, young person, because God is not different. God was not different in the soil than he was in the rock. What was different was when you chose to plant him and where you chose to do it. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's what scripture says. But what was different, listen, this is going to start breaking through to someone tonight, was the soil. The seed never changed. The word of God never changed who Jesus is never changed but what is different in all of our lives at times is the soil of our soul that's what's different and we, we I, I found myself so many times like man that is what I want I want the good soil I want the harvest the deep roots but the path is what is easy, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, I just show up, hang with my buddies. i leave out that door. Don't let God ever do a work in my life because I don't allow it. That's, that's easy. So many times I'm just tempted with the easy thing in life, yet what it took for that soil to get where it was. We're going to go somewhere tonight, I promise y'all. All right, let's break these down a little bit. All right, the path. That's what it says in Luke 8, chap, Luke chapter 8, verse 12. It says this about the path. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes, takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. It's surface level, okay? It's surface level. This is what Jesus is saying. Those who choose to plant the word in the belief of God on the path, this is just surface level belief, okay? Nothing more than that. It's not going to take root in my heart. It's going to come one ear out the other. I'm actually just that youth group to get some snacks. My parents dropped me off. Um, so, like, I just really don't care about this. So when the enemy comes, all right, because he does come to steal, kill, and destroy, even if you feel like he never comes at all, he's coming. He's plotting. That's what he does against believers. Plots against them. All right? So when the enemy does come, all he does is just snatch it up, and you're like, oh, like, Woe well, was me. Look at the situation I'm in. That's the path. Surface level belief. Surface. Someone who goes through the motions. I come to church, all right? But I ain't never want to apply any of this in my life. Because where I'm at right now is easy for me to live this way. Never see God grow in your heart. You never allow him to. Because when the enemy comes, snatches it up. Then we see what it says in, uh, in verse 13 about the rocky soil, all right? So we're talking about the rocky soil. And the ones on the rock are those who have heard the word. They receive it with joy, but they have no root. They believe for a while, and in the time of testing, they fall away. You have no roots, all right? No roots. So when the testing comes, when the trial comes... When, like, life starts to get a little bit hard, you're like, oh, like, hey, like, you're almost like the person in the path. The only thing different with you is that you receive the word of God with joy, but when the enemy comes, you still kind of wither away. Just because you're not rooted in anything, yet this is like a motion thing, all right? I'm at VBS, serving even. Alright, doing all these fun things, all these like tight things. I go to the camp, I receive with joy, like I'll respond to that altar call, I'll do this, I'll do that, but yet like still doesn't take a root in my life. I just went through the motions. My buddies did it, I'm gonna do it. Alright. Going through the motions. Also, this is a surface level faith. A surface level belief. I've been this person before. I've been it. Love going to church. May even bring my Bible and take those notes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a note taker. Received the word with joy, believed for a while, wanted to change the world, but when the enemy came, when it got hard, I was like, nope, get me out of here. Don't need this. Don't want this. And then we see the soil with thorns. Alright? Luke 8:14. And as for what fell among the thorns, There are those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and the riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. You ever ate anything ripe before? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get a lemon, or not a lemon, that's kind of a bad example, because that's always going to be, like, kind of nasty. You want to just eat lemons in here? There's always a couple, all right? Blush y'all's heart. All right, it ain't me. I gave my son a lemon once, and, like, his face was just hilarious. You know what I'm saying? But, like, there's nothing worse than what you expect the fruit to be isn't what it is yet because it can't mature. All right? So, like, you get an apple or you get a banana. Like, this is deceiving <laughs> because sometimes the outer pill looks good. Come on now. Sometimes the pill looks good, but yet you kind of strip the surface away and go to bite the banana. You're like, this is the nastiest thing I ever had. Is this a plantain? You know what I'm saying? You ever had those before? Those are good. I'm just saying, I think they're disgusting, but I'm just saying that this is us in the thorns. Like, hey, I, I saw some fruit. I saw God work a little in my life, but yet when the surface kind of got stripped back a little bit, And people saw who I really was. When they really saw my heart, they saw my bitterness. They saw that I wasn't yet ready because I cared too much about what I looked like. Like scripture says. Just going so far until we're choked out by the thorns and yet we can't grow anymore. Listen, like I told you, I've lived my life many times. Praise God, not currently, but in the thorns. Because honestly, sometimes a thorn is kind of comfortable too. You're like, man, that doesn't make any sense because here's why it's comfortable. Because unless you're growing, you kind of fit in. Come on now. But once you start trying to grow and wiggle a little bit, that's when you start getting kind of poked. But in the process of your growth, whenever you're kind of choked out, with what's going on, you kind of just fit perfectly in with the thorn. And you're like, this is kind of cozy. I don't want to move from this spot because it's comfortable. But yet God didn't call us to be comfortable. That comes because he loves us. He called us to go, to go out. He, he promises, hey, sometimes life's going to be hard. Sometimes things are going to happen. In your life, they're going to force you to kind of be uncomfortable. But yet when you choose to go and choose to do that, God blesses you and comfort comes. But too many times in our life and in my life, I search comfort more than I searched the promises of who God was. Because it felt good in the moment. Live my life here. I was like, man, like, yeah, like, okay, this is when I'm really able to take the full step. Now I'm ready. I know God's called me to do it. I know, like, I'm excited now. That message got me going. I'm pumped. I could run through a brick wall right now. My buddy just gave his life to God. God's doing a wonder in my life. But I'm uncomfortable now. Because I know God wants me to go to my family and into my schools and tell people about the goodness of who He is. But I care too much about what people think and say about me, so it's going to kind of prevent me from doing those things. That's a life in the thorns. That was me so many times in my life. Man, I cared too much about the comfort, cared too much about what the world thought, how the world saw me, that when God challenged me to grow and when he started growing me because those thorns started hurting a little bit, I kind of withered back away. There was moments where you saw fruit, all right? I gave the five-minute sermon, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I was on the worship team doing my thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was playing the piano, playing the drums, had the mullet. It was a beautiful time, all right? You saw the fruit. But when the peeling came, man, it was bitterness. It was pride. It was all things that didn't match what the outside of me looked like. And there's nothing worse, all right, than when you pick something off of a tree thinking it's something, but it ends up another. That's happened to me before, all right? Funny story is that, hey, like, my brother-in-law came down. There's, like, some trees. We're from Arkansas, you know what I'm saying we don't see orange trees or lemon trees. You know, they just don't really grow. It's kind of like, I mean, we got, like, smaller mountains or whatever, not really mountains, but like bluffs and all that good stuff. We got like tight rivers. You know what I'm saying? We got like trees that aren't just pine trees. You know what I'm saying? It's beautiful. All right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like, Hey, like I just picked some oranges. Let's peel this bad boy. Take a bite of it. It's a lemon. All right. But see, I'm going to go somewhere with this real quick. The expectation of what that was, was an orange all right so you're like man a florida orange like this is like hey like this is where they come from i just pick one off the tree this thing's fresh it's ready to go peel it back take a bite it's a lemon how many times in our in our lives do we act like we're something that we're not because we care too much about what people think and so when people say hey this is an orange i'm ready to eat this bad boy they, they peel it back and they see who we really are. God sees who we, who we really are. We see who we really are because although there's fruit, it didn't produce in what it should have been because we're in the thorns. And then we see this right here, the good soil. And this is what it, this is what it says about the good soil. It's what Jesus says. And as for that in the good soil, they are those who hear the word, hold it fast in an honest and with a good heart and bear fruit with patience. All right? As for those in the good soil, there are those who hear the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. Good soil. I mean, it doesn't just sound nice. You know what I'm saying? Like the good soil, the, the harvest. Something's going to grow here. All right? And, and here, listen, I almost kind of just jumped ahead of myself, but I'm glad God just told me to stop for a second until this moment. But there's so many times in my life, and I repeat it in case we already forgot, to where we just look, all right? Man, my soul and what I choose to be is way over here on the path, all right? But I look at the good soil and I see the harvest of what it is. And I'm thinking, why doesn't God do that work in me? Why doesn't God allow those things to grow like God's allowed that person to grow? Why can't I mature in the word? Why doesn't he see me fit to be a small group leader or this or that or this or that? Because when we're anything less than the soil, all we do is look at the soil and wonder why God doesn't love us as much as he loves the soil. But once again, it was never the seed that was different God is the same in all of these moments and in all of these soils. What was different is where we chose to take the seed of the word of God and where we chose to plant it. Because young person, you have every opportunity to decide where you choose to plant the word of God in your life. You can plant it in a heart and in a soul that has rocky path, that it, the birds come and they just kick it away. It's trampled over by foot, doesn't even grow. Maybe it just looks like a little weed, and you're like, oh, just get that thing out of here. You have the opportunity to be in that rocky soil where you're going to grow just a tad bit, all right? But yet... Nothing's really different from what was going on before. Then you could choose to plant yourself in the thorns where it's like, man, I want to go so far for God until I become uncomfortable that I'm going to stop because I actually want to conform to what the world sees me like, not what God sees me like and what God wants to use me with. But these soils set back and they wonder so many times why the good soil is reaping the harvest. But the reality is that you ain't got no idea what the soil had to go through to get good. But yet you want to set back at times in our lives where I've done it. All right. Where I've set back and said, man, like, look how good that harvest is. But I had no idea what the soil had to go through in order to produce the harvest. I didn't understand that what the good soil had to do was to be in the word, to be in worship, to believe in all things that God has for us, that his promises are yes and amen. And though I go through things in my life, his will will be done. The good soil had to go through a lot of things. The good soil went through some stuff in order for it to produce a harvest. Now, I don't know if y'all know this about me. I'm a professional farming simulator player, okay? Okay. It's, it's true, all right? Do you get paid? I don't get paid, all right? I play farming simulator, right? All right. And, and I just love how, like, video games sometimes, you can get off this, birdie. I just love how, like, video games sometimes, like, kind of fall into my sermon. But in, in my life, all right, listen, if y'all know this, I've worked some crazy jobs before, all right? Kind of just random jobs, too. So that's what, that's kind of what happens when you uh, aren't doing what, you know God's called you to be, and you kind of run from it. You kind of get stuck in like some crazy working jobs, like me. It's happened, all right. Not only am I a professional farming simulator player, okay, I'll take all the credit, pat myself on the back, but also used to work at a job, all right, where I would literally, like, I was a professional weed killer. All right, sounds fun, huh? Yeah. It's not fun, all right. So what I would do is I'd drive this huge truck, right, I'd get like CDL certified for it. And I would drive this huge truck that had like a hundred gallons of like poison, all right? And I would pull this hose, all right, To carry it just like this, all right? Using this microphone cable. Have this hose, I'd carry it, actually it probably makes more sense, all right? It'd be all raveled up and everything over here. I'd get this hose like this, and I'd walk all the way to how far it would reach, you know, if like this was the like, where I was spraying the grass, I'd pull this hose all the way to the far corner or as far as the hose would reach. And sometimes that hose would get caught up. i get so mad I'd be like here trying to kick it out. It's caught up. And then most of the time I'd never got to walk all the way back to get it. But then I'd get that hose and I would, you know, walk the walk the ground. And I'd take it and I would literally turn that sprayer on, turn that pump on, here came the poison. It's about to kill the weeds alright so what I did is that I started you know just spraying it all right spraying these weeds killing it because the weeds prevent the grass from growing the way it should all right if you look at my yard now it's all weeds all right my grass I cut my yard too short it burned up all right you can laugh at me it's okay but the weeds this here this is fact all right you, you know you drive by someone's house or their yard and you're like "Man, that's a nice yard there Ain't no weeds at all. all the grass looks the same you ever heard that seen that before? Sometimes it's like football fields, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all been on a football field, right? That's all like the same grass, there are no weeds unless they don't take care of it. But I would spray it, I'd find those weeds, and I'd spray it even more. I'd make my loop, all right, come back, and i put on a backpack, all right, have blue dye in it so I didn't forget which weed I like sprayed. And I'd go up to that weed, and I'd spray it and there'd be blue all over it, and that weed would eventually die, all right, and when that weed would die. Grass would take over where the weed was and grow. All right. Now let's tie this in to what Jesus is saying the good soil. All right. We see the harvest, we see the benefit, but yet we don't understand in times what the good soil goes through to stay good. Okay. Because I promise you, those who are even in the good soil aren't perfect. They sin, they mess up. And time and time again, you'll see kind of a weed try to pop up in the good soil. Now it's when we plant the word of God in the soil. When we say, hey, this doesn't belong here. I feel it. It doesn't sit right. This doesn't, me starting to care and me kind of falling into the trap of comparison doesn't belong in the good soil. So now I need to kind of pull it out and get the soil back to what it was because if I allow the one weed to stay in the good soil, then that one weed will take over the soil. So, although the soil is good, there's still work that is to be done in the soil. It doesn't stop once we get there. We got to continuously go after God. Once we get, listen, everything, the path, the thorns, the rock, all of it, is a challenge, and our goal is to be in the good soil, but it doesn't stop once we're in the good soil. All right? There's still work to be done in the good soil. We've got to take care of the soil. Make sure that it's fertilized. Make sure we're in the Word. Make sure that we're in worship, that our heart is good, that we don't like conform to what the world thinks, so then the harvest grows. And it's such a beautiful moment when the harvest grows. Because the harvest doesn't grow overnight, okay? Do not grow weary of doing good because in due season, you reap a harvest, all right? This is what I've learned. I kind of actually cheat in farming simulator. I plant the seed and I'm like, listen, I ain't about to wait like eight hours real time for the seed to grow. So I bump up that like grow time like plus 120%, all right? So I make a loop around the block, I come back, it's ready, all right? But the reality is, is that the harvest sometimes doesn't grow that fast. All right. What God promised us, what we know is coming, sometimes doesn't come overnight. It takes a little bit. The harvest takes a little bit for it to grow because it will start growing. And then you think, man, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. But God says, not yet. You ain't ready yet. Give it a little bit of time. Keep doing what you're doing, though. You ain't ready. Because you don't want to take the harvest before it's at its full potential. Don't grow weary. When you are that good soil, when you choose, like, like scripture says, those in the good soil, those who hear the word, hold it fast and honest and with a good heart and they bear fruit with patience. I love how Jesus adds this part. They bear fruit with patience because Jesus knows that the harvest ain't coming overnight. Jesus knows, hey, like, What they are promised may not come right now, but just have a patient heart and watch what happens when you choose to be in the good soil. When you choose to take care of your heart and you're in the word, when you choose to continually go after God, even when the path is hard, when the season feels like it's taken forever, don't grow weary of doing good because the harvest comes and here's what I love so much about how good God is, all right? Because this is how good God is. When we choose to be in the good soil, when we choose to do these things, yes, the harvest comes when we're patient, when we have a good heart, and this is actually what the last point is. How good God is. Do we benefit from the harvest? Yes, but the harvest just doesn't benefit you. That's how good God is, y'all, all right? Because a farmer... Those who reap the harvest, they distribute. Ooh, I promise y'all, we're going somewhere. How good God is, is that when the harvest comes, how big his love is, and His believers, as those who love God, and once your heart is the soil, once your heart is the good soil, now you're forced to love others, okay? Because it's the next thing you do. What do I do next? God, man, I love you so much. I start loving other people, even when they don't deserve it. The harvest just doesn't benefit you. Now, God calls you to share life with others. Come on now. Now, God looks at you and says, you've been patient. You've received it with an honest and open heart. When the times got rough, you continue to let me do a work in your life You never withered away. You never turned your back. You continue to go after me in worship and in prayer and in the word. Whenever I said, hey, like not yet, you said, okay, God, even though it's hard to say that through faith, you kept going through faith. You kept honoring God and his love is so good that now the harvest is here. Others also benefit We now share life and hope with those who are starved of the word. You take the harvest and you say, hey, drink from this cup. See how good God is now. Here's how much he loves you. I know you're going through this and I know God will see you on the other side. Well, how do you know, Pastor Michael? Because I just went through the season. I just went through the moment where it felt like God didn't look at me whenever I felt like man I'm just patiently waiting for God to do a work in my life and I started getting like anxious about it and saying God are you still here but yet my heart stayed right I never turned my back I kept going through faith knowing that his promises for me are yes and amen and I kept going knowing that God works all things together good together for those who love him and I had this heart so I know because I've been through it I've had these same thoughts. See Jesus now. See the gospel. See the cross. Because the harvest just doesn't benefit you. And that's how good God is. Sure, it is your decision now what you do with it. All right? You can, man, I did all this work. I did all this. And I got to a place where I was like, hey, I'm just going to stay here and just collect for myself. That's going to put you right back in the thorns. That's going to take you out the good soil. What you do with the harvest dictates what soil you have going forward. Don't lose hope. Keep going. Keep going. Let's bow our heads in this place. Father, we just love you and we just thank you for this moment. We thank you that you love us and that you see us and that you care about us. And Lord, I just pray for these students as we break out into our small groups. Lord, that they have a better understanding of this parable. They have a better understanding of who you are. And they have a better understanding of where you want them to be. With every head bowed and every eye closed.